Welcome back to the program. I'm Rabina Ahmed Huck, and this is On Point. We have a lot of news to get through in this segment, and it all has to do with the things that I'm most interested in, which is the economy, money, personal finance, and uh, how we are coping as Canadians uh, with these higher numbers. Stats Can came out this morning uh, with new data that shows in the month of August, uh, year over year, the same basket of goods grew in cost by 7%. Now, that's pretty high considering we want inflation to be at around 2%, which is considered closer to normal or is considered normal rather. Uh, but month over month, those numbers are cooling. So it is a good sign and it could mean that those higher interest rates that the Bank of Canada has been bringing in 300 basis points in just the last six months uh, may be working. Uh, to break down what's going on and uh, and and to really dig into these numbers, I want to welcome Aaron Woodrick. He's Director, Domestic Policy at the McDonald Laurier Institute. Aaron, welcome to the program. Hey, thanks for having me, Rubina. Great to be here. What's your reaction uh, from from the data this morning? I mean, really no surprise. Uh, we expected numbers to cool slightly from July to August, but still really high, 7%. Are, should we start celebrating that numbers are coming down? Are those higher interest rates actually working? Yeah, maybe celebration is premature. I mean, it's uh, when you've got a big fire and you pour a little water on it, you can expect right. to see a few fewer flames, right? So that's that's a good sign. It's no surprise that it's going down. Um, it is still pretty high, though. And I think, uh, you know, as you mentioned in your intro, a lot of Canadian families are still feeling the pressure, right? When they go to the grocery store, when they go to the gas pump, they see the dollars are a lot higher than they used to be just a couple of months ago. So I don't think we're out of the woods yet on this. I think the bank is, uh, Bank of Canada is making up for lost time. Um, so hopefully this trend continues and Canadians can uh, look forward to a cooling off in terms of uh, increasing costs. Yeah, and the one thing that really should be highlighted is that gas prices year over year are up 22%, and that is really down from just a couple of months ago when gas prices were up almost 50% year over year. So that's really what's bringing the inflation number down is gas prices, because grocery costs, for example, are still over 10%. And when you drill down, things like red meat and fresh fruits and vegetables are still costing Canadians more. And that's the kind of food that a lot of families go to first, because it's considered the healthiest option, right? Fresh fruits and vegetables. Um, you know, do you think that we we are going to see uh, inc- uh, more interest rate hikes, um, despite the fact that we're seeing this cooling month over month uh, from the next Bank of Canada announcement? Yeah, you know, I don't think we're done with interest rate hikes. I don't know if we're going to be seeing the big ones that we've seen. We usually see a quarter point at a time. We've seen, you know, half a point, three quarters, a full point all at once, um, you know, in succession, which is very rare. You know, you mentioned gas prices and things like housing prices, which are also cooling. Those are big parts of inflation. Um, and it just goes to show that there are different things at play here, right? Um, there are energy markets at play. There's a war on that's impacted that. Supply chains have been impacted by the uh, pandemic, of course. So that impacts things like food and goods. So there are different things going on here. I don't think all of them have been rectified. So it's an open question. I don't think we're done with interest rates yet, but uh, I think we're near, we can see the light at the end of the tunnel. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, it, we could see more hikes going into 2023. I mean, the Bank of Canada governor himself has admitted that we will not see um, these interest rates take hold of inflation probably until 18 months. since we said that about six months ago. So we got another year uh, to get there. Um, higher cost of living, higher cost of borrowing is all having a big impact on Canadian families. A new study that combines data from the National Payroll Institute and analyzed by the Financial Wellness Lab of Canada has revealed that the number of workers living paycheck to paycheck has increased 26% 
in 2022. Um, no surprise to me, because I know that even before the pandemic, there was many Canadian families who were just a couple of hundred bucks away from not being able to pay all their bills. And with life getting more expensive and wages not keeping pace with inflation, uh, it, it feels like something that we already knew. But it, I, I wanted to get your reaction, Aaron, to, to that that piece of data. Well, first of all, when it comes to the rising cost of living, I mean, ask anyone with a variable rate mortgage, including myself, um, you can see the difference in the in the weekly and biweekly and monthly payments that you make. I mean, there's significantly more, you know, sometimes hundreds of dollars more per week, per month. This is a big difference for most Canadian families. Um, and, and look, it, it's really no surprise that a lot of people are struggling because, as you say, even before inflation took off, a lot of people are in a precarious spot. I think what makes inflation such a difficult beast to tame is that part of the cause of inflation is that there's a lot of money sloshing around that's chasing after relatively few goods and services. And so normally, if you can solve the problem of, um, you know, people who are struggling by giving them more money, but in an inflationary environment, giving people more money actually can make inflation worse. It's like pouring gas on the flame. So it makes it a particularly difficult problem. And that's why I think the government is in such a pickle, federal and provincial governments. They know people are struggling, but if they give them money to help them fight it, they could actually end up making uh, inflation worse. And which is what really happened. Uh, you know, we saw interest rates uh, fall to rock bottom right at the beginning of the pandemic. Then we saw the economy pumped with all these emergency benefits, mm-hmm. uh, which kept people at home and safe. You know, we know why they did it. Uh, yep. But that really did uh, stoke inflation. That really did. That's why we're in the situation that we're in now. Uh, we've got about 30 seconds, Aaron. Uh, where where do you, when do you see inflation sort of uh, leveling off? Uh, you know, Bank of Canada governor saying another year maybe, when do you see us actually saying, ooh, year over year, it's, it's only 2%, so I can manage that? Yeah, I think maybe we're looking at something like six months. Uh, I think uh, the risk now, in fact, is that because the bank was playing catch up, they may have overshot now. Um, they undershot before, they may overshoot now. We may end up in a recession. And then we'll have, of course, a very different set of problems. Uh, unemployment, uh, people not having a job at all. Um, so not, not, a, not a wonderful set of options in front of us, but uh, at least hopefully the inflation beast is, is not long for the taming. Aaron, thank you so much uh, for your time and your expertise. Uh, it was a really great conversation. Thanks, Lalabina. That was Aaron Woodrick. He's a director of domestic policy at the McDonald Laurier Institute, uh, talking to us about something that really affects us all inflation, interest rates, cost of living. We're all right now feeling it, uh, regardless of where you are in Canada. I'm Rubina Ahmed Hawk. This is On Point.